Here we are on the second night of a back-to-back. Your boys, Mike and Mish. What's up, Mike? I give in the old Forrest Gump wave, you know? That's my boat. (laughs) (laughs) What is up? It's Thursday night. Welcome back. We got a good show tonight. I like that hoodie you got on there, dude. Damn. Uh, I I like the hoodie that you've got on. Yeah, we didn't even plan that. Couple of fucking bitches. I gotta turn. I got my uh my camera. I need to get a new camera or something. It's I need to turn up the darts, the blacks, and the you know what yeah, I mean. Like, yeah, look, look how, how black, black mine. your black is. Look yeah. how like bright mine is. It's too yeah. much brightness. You get you're whited out, dude. It's yeah, crazy. I need a damn. I need a damn studio in here. I need to get studious. I need to su- get studio in here. <laughs> su su studio in here. Su studio in my house, uh, dude. Uh, we got a great show for these guys lined up once again. As always, man, we love our guests coming through. They're always ready and willing. Uh, we got the two females that are going to be banging it out in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in a couple weeks. Uh, Jamie Adambaum Hinshaw and Sharissa Sagala. The bare knuckle sweetheart, Sharisa Sagala, will be on following her. So we're looking forward to talking to the two of them. But mm-hmm. before we do, mm-hmm. let's hear it from our wonderful sponsors. Mm-hmm. Norcom Mortgage and Michael Mish are delivering the American dream to those who serve America, helping veterans obtain the dream of home ownership. They offer programs that include no money down, no first time home buyer requirement, 100% cash out refinances rehab loans they can help you purchase a home purchase a condo refinance an existing mortgage create a dream home with rehab loan to learn more visit www.michaelmish.norcommortgage.com or call 860-884-2103 to learn more Every so, time that happens, I watch I you smile. in the little window at the bottom, yeah, and you were like actually doing something on your phone or whatever, and you like go, you like <laughs> smile. Your head came up all quick, dude. Every time I hear the to to learn more, I want to learn more. I do. I want to learn more every single time. Good. I hope people learn. And more. Uh, I hope people are are uh, listening to us and hitting up Mike because he really does a lot of good things for a lot of good people, and he, like I, everybody in the eastern part of connecticut that i talked to that has had their home refinanced at all in the last like 10 years they're like oh yeah mike mish did it yeah like, yeah, that's my cousin every single time it's crazy i know um, that guy yeah 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 so uh we are also sponsored by the guys that are on our shirts gorilla warfare apparel on my hat uh there it is gwa go to gorilla warfare apparel.com buy some stuff buy some Do mike it. Uh, buy yourself a Mike and Mish hat. Check that hat out. Yeah, check out oh, check out the Mike know. and Mish collection. Okay, and they've got a whole bunch of stuff on there. Not just the Mike and Mish stuff. They've got the the Ben Rothwell stuff, right? They've got the Gogo Slavesky stuff. They've got oh, yeah. a bunch of other things. They've got hoodies, brutal Boswick tank tops. They have pants, winter hats because it's going to be negative eighteen Saturday here. So you're going to need a winter hat, and you're going to use the promo code Mike and mish one word to save yourself 15 percent on your entire purchase do it do it now don't do it now do it after the show god damn it go do it mike's not bullshitting dude if you guys look up the weather report for uh our area tomorrow it's like a high of 10 with a wind chill of all the way down to like minus 25 tomorrow 
Oh, it makes, it makes me not want to leave my house. And Amy takes off. She's uh she's heading to San Diego tomorrow with her mom for her 70th birthday. And oh. uh, yeah, they're meeting up with uh, some family out there and they're doing some family things. And uh, I'm going to be here with the boys in the Yukon, you know, brave mm-hmm. the Yukon, getting the sled dogs out and fucking trying to make it to school on time. San Diego, a whale's <laughs> vagina. That's what it yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. It's German for for whale's vagina. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Oh, uh, man. So we're waiting on Jamie Hinshaw. Let's talk a little bit more about um this past Jared week. Grant in the comments. What's up, Chevy oh. Bridges, Russ, Susan? What is up, everyone? Big Ben. Oh, is Cito watching? Because Cito, listen, last night we talked about absent minded. We, we talked about um. The Last Dragon. Who's oh, there the it is. There it is. This is the cup that I usually drink out of. And the, just so happens the night that Mike's bringing up the movie to a, a young fighter on our show. Yeah. I'm not drinking out of it, man. So great. It's the greatest. Um, what do you call the black exploitation Kung Fu movies in the history of the 80s? It's so you. good. And it's uh, so good. You know who? Um, tra- Remember? Okay. This is kind of like a, a deep dive. Um, quick story. Tom Sconzo, yeah. uh, big time yeah. guy with the BKFC. Sconzo is big time in the ISKA. Uh, he trained at Ron Von Cleef's gym in Harlem, New York, right? That's where he got his black belt. That's where he got, you know, that's where he learned martial arts from Ron Von Cleef. Ron Von Cleef's prized student is Ty Mac, who plays Bruce Leroy wow. in The Last Dragon. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know why I know these things, but I do. But you do. But, <laughs> but I do. do. They're in this black hole of information that is so damn black because my uh, camera is so much better than Mike's. Yeah, I know. Look at look at look at this. It's just not <laughs> dark. It's too bright around here, but not bright enough. I ugh, I don't like it. Yeah, we don't like it. Um, so the this past weekend like i said we talked about the key incident we didn't do a, a stew knot of the week this week and we haven't done a stew knot of the week in a long time but i brought up possibly doing a stew knot of the week this week and mike immediately pointed at himself and said that's me I that's me that. i'm the stew knot of the week i'm the one who <laughs> lost the rental car key so if you didn't watch the show last night you might want to go and catch up on some of the stupid shit that i got us into this past weekend when we were at south carolina myrtle beach here we are having a great time we get like 15 or 16 interviews we're crushing it right we're shaking hands we're taking pictures and we're ready to get the hell out of there and then i'm like where the fuck are the keys where are the keys to the rental they were here and then that was it man it became a whole thing we had to have someone try to break into our car it took like an hour and a half for them to get there or longer we ubered 17 times back and forth then we had a toad and they're mailing my stuff back that's a long story short but it was way crazier than that yeah, I wish we listen. Too bad no videos of, of the incident. You know what? I could have busted out the phone and turned on the camera, but I felt so bad for Mike. He was really beating himself up over this. Shit. I, I think if I would have started filming him, it would have just been fucking ruthless by me. But hey, that night was un, was incredible, man. Like, I don't know if everybody knows what happened that night. Like, it it was it was a, initially. I don't. I think they were initially like planning on two thousand people or something like that, and then it sold out like instantly. And then they added five hundred more tickets, and then that sold out. And then they added five hundred more tickets, and then that sold out. And then the yep. morning of the event, Brian Sosha went on some radio station down there, and was like hyping the event up again. He was like, 
Uh, you know what we're going to do right now is we're going to open up 200 more tickets, uh, but you need to call. You need to jump online right now. You're going to get them tickets. Dude, and they sold out of those as well. Yeah. It was so friggin' packed inside the John T. Road Sports Center down there. It was crazy. It was 3,000 plus there. But it was like everybody was there. Like uh, Britton and Joey Beltran were there. Reggie Barnett was there. Jack Grady was there. We're seeing all these all these people, and um, and it happens to be Britain's birthday today. Actually, happy oh, birthday! Oh, that's Brit- right. Happy yeah. birthday to Britain Beltran. You know who mm-hmm. else's birthday it is today? Who's that? My Maja. Your Maja? Yeah, my mom. It's her birthday too, and it's also Groundhog Day. And yeah. surprise, surprise, uh, Puxatawney Phil saw his shadow, and we're getting five more weeks of winter if you believe in that type of crap but i mean hey listen it's going to be negative 18 in a couple of days so i mean shit i'm not yeah, i don't but like you know what dude well, you got you got the the little gerbil down in fucking punks tony doing that shit right but they also got um chuckles up here in connecticut that didn't see his shadow and, who the heck is chuckles and that's what i said i did not know that i saw that on the news today and apparently this is the 11th chuckles they've been doing this shit for like 30 years i don't know how long a a, a groundhog lives for but i thought phil was the one right i thought he was the he was the one and i'm sure they're on like the 35th phil by now right I don't have any idea. I, I'm not oh. into the whole groundhog thing. I just know it because it's my mom's birthday. Yeah. That's it. Either way, I don't believe in it. Guy, they're it's wrong silly. every year anyway. So, yeah. Even if he took 24 hours for all the VIP tables. Um, yeah, man. It, at, at one, <laughs> going back to that shit, um, that place was so packed at one point mike and i are trying to like weave our way through the crowd to get like up by the ring we like to kind of go back and forth and try to be ringside as much as possible so we can get a good look at the fight there live but we're also running around doing interviews and shit to get through the crowd was getting very difficult at times it was and and it it got to the point where i think that um i i thought i saw cranston talking to like the fire marshal and they were like clearing it up and they did they did a good job because after whatever conversation he had like walkways were clear and um it 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 got a lot easier to move around inside that arena it was unbelievable man and like some of the people that showed up and really performed like uh doug coltrane cold red coltrane yes that dude looked very good and he moved to two and oh in in that um in the bkfc He's a 185er. He is a guy that, you know, maybe challenged with a little more uh, difficult com- uh, co- competition. He could be a guy that makes a name for himself in that division. Um, another guy, the one that the guy that James James Brown that fought Steve O'Morris. Get down Brown. Get down Brown. Guys, he's the number one ranked, um, the number one ranked featherweight in South Carolina. He is 10 and 5 in MMA. He trains at Brunson MMA under Derek Brunson. Uh it, he's he's really really good. And I and I think that like a lot of people were not realizing what Steve-O was going up against heading into that fight. The dude's like 6 foot 4, 6 foot 3, something like that. He's really tall, he's really lanky. He's got great footwork and he knows how to keep his distance and and pick his shots and he showed it on on steve-o i was very impressed by him 
Yeah, he yeah, he came out there and you know, Steve O, that that was his fourth fight. And I don't think people were like completely counting him out, Brown, but it's like nobody really knew who he was, you know? So that happens often. And that's why, you know, there's this debate about debut debuters and there's a de de debate about, you know, who's good if they fight all these debuters. And I know we talked about Jimmy Sweeney before, and we've got Tony Soto who fought a couple or, you know, so the thing is, is people don't realize like, yes. Okay. Some people debut in bare knuckle. And I actually saw Clay Teal talking about this on Tony Soto's post. And he had a good point. He made a very good point about how young bare knuckle is. It's so hard to find fighters who have fought bare knuckle. But the thing is, is a lot of these guys have fought, you know, they're in the double digits for MMA fights. They've fought in boxing yeah. 10, 20 times. So yes, they haven't fought without gloves on, but they've fought getting kicked in the head and elbowed in the face and kneed in the face. And, you know, they know what's going on. A lot of these guys. So yes, there are a lot of people who are like brand spanking new and just becoming pro. Right. And that does happen too, but there's guys that are out there and this so, is where it gets dangerous because you do not know who these people are when they come in. They could be absolute savages and their debuters. You know, I would, like on Tony's page, on Tony's Facebook page, maybe one of the either I think it was his Facebook page. Somebody um was like he posted like an article about his win. And then very first comment underneath was BKFC has a problem with matchmaking. This guy obviously didn't know what the fuck was going on with Tony Soto and his and his opponent. So I commented underneath it and I said, Tony lost his opponent, you know, a week before the fight. This kid has a boxing background. He's a state champion, gold glove boxer from Florida, coming from a, a gym that produces nothing but successful bare knuckle fighters in Slaughterhouse. And they were completely confident in him right. winning that fight. They were completely confident in him. And that kid was willing and able and talented and good enough to step up and fight Tony on a week and a half's notice. This was not a example of bad matchmaking. This is where people on the interwebs just say shit and don't know anything about the background of anything. If you want to be a fan of the sport, be a fan of the sport and follow it and fucking know what the fuck you're looking at and what you're talking about. Because then you get people that answer you on the internet and then you don't answer back. That's what happened there. Never a comment after that. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. I just texted uh, Ch uh, Charissa because see if she'll she she wants to yeah, step yeah. in a little earlier. She's uh, give um, us a chit chat. She'll all right, be up soon. So yeah, I don't know what happened to Jamie Hinshaw. We'll find out. Maybe she comes down in a couple minutes. Things happen. This is the joys of, and we say this often, live television, folks. This is what happens when you're live. You just got to roll with the punches, pun intended, right? We cover on bare knuckles. Yeah. I'm going to resend the link to, uh, to, to, uh, Charissa. So yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. So as Kyle was saying, this weekend was absolutely incredible. We went to bar Louie for the weigh-ins and we got to meet, uh, some big time fans like Russ Maxim. As we see him there, he does run a new, bare knuckle page and he's doing a fantastic job. Actually, it's the extreme BK fans page. It's got a bunch of followers. He's 
sharing stuff constantly. So I know that, you know, his wife's probably beating him over the head uh, here and there just to keep him in line because she's probably like, what the hell are you doing? Because I know that that happens to me sometimes. So, hey, Russ, we feel your pain. And thank you for supporting the sport and spreading the word because the more people share our show, other shows, BKFC stuff, the other bare knuckle stuff, do what you got to do. Post everyone's stuff, share, grow the sport, introduce people to it. They're going to love it. I'm telling you, they're going to love it. Yeah. And Bar Louie was pretty cool, man. Um, it was, I think it was the first time that I had been part of a, a weigh in in a bar like that for these guys. Usually it's at the arenas or, um, yeah, I don't think I've, ever, I've been, to, but it was, it was kind of cramped in there, but you know what it did? It kind of like made yeah. it a little more, a little more exciting because, even the people that were there at the bar that weren't there for the weigh-ins were yep. turning around and, and watching and they were getting involved and yelling and screaming and booing and cheering. And so it really like um, this was kind of kind of a slick move to, uh, oh, there she is. The Adam bomb is in the house. Uh, it was a it was a it was a cool way to like draw in outside people that aren't necessarily fans of the sport, but just happen to be there having yeah. drinks and getting some food. And you're like, oh, what the fuck is this? And it worked out. It did. Let's, it did. Yeah. All right. We're going to bring on our first guest. She is here now. Jamie Hinshaw is going to be taking on Sharissa Sagala in, uh, at Knucklemania 3 in Albuquerque in a little less than two weeks, I think. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, Maybe two, just over two weeks. I cannot friggin' wait. We're going to be down there. Um, here she is, the Atom Bomb. Hello. <laughs> Hi. What's going hey. on? How are you? Oh, good. <laughs> Where just got done you? sparring, so yeah. Yeah, do we? I was, I was figuring. I'm, I'm like, yeah, she might still be training, uh, but <laughs> this shit happens because of the time change and whatnot. Um, you know, we're nine p.m. right now, and seven o'clock is like prime time for fucking training for most people. So I feel bad sometimes with the people on the West Coast. So, thanks for coming on. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, the last time we saw you. You were jumping around, dancing, smiling, having a good old time because you just got done outstriking uh, Cassie Robb by about a hundred, in a, in a fight that lasted about a minute and a half in your debut in Albuquerque back in August, which was one of the best events that we had ever been to so far for BKFC. By the way, I want to <laughs> tell you that you're. I fell in love with your city at that point. Um, man, talk a little bit about the debut that you made that night and how how cool that of an experience experience that was coming over from MMA for you? Uh, it was amazing. Um, just to get in there was just very exciting. <laughs> um, all, as you can tell, like how my performance was, like how I was already in the ring, you know what I mean? Just ready to get in there. I was having fun. Um, so yeah, it, it was great to have that experience, especially here in my hometown. And I'm ready to experience it yet again. <laughs> when you fought Kathy that night and the, and the ref says knuckle up, were you already thinking like, I'm just going to come out there and just absolutely try to annihilate her, annihilate her right off the bell. Like, and just throw as many punches as possible and get her out of there. Similar to the St Taylor Starling when she fought. 
Yes, exactly. Uh, she said that she was going to tailor Starling me. So I went in there and told her, I'm going to do it to you. And there's nothing that she could do about it. And there was nothing she did about it <laughs> except for cower and turn away. So Yeah, you were just coming forward relentlessly. And the ref had said, I think about 10 seconds before he stopped the fight, he was like, I need to see more, you know? And then you yeah. just are going and you're just throwing your whole body, just swinging your arm into that. And just she bombs, was dude. like, she just had no answer. I mean, she was trying to, she was trying to answer back, but like you were hitting her like three or four times before she could get one shot. And it was just, you just overwhelmed her. You just smothered her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ref did um, tell, warn her a few times, you know, to do something or else he was going to stop the fight. So yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think that, and I say this like with no disrespect to Cassie, I feel like she might be one of those fighters that is too tough for their own good. Because a lot of her fights end the same way. A, a lot of the fights end the same way for her. She she comes out on the losing end, but she does not go to the go to the canvas. She does not go down. She gets finished up against the ropes. And it's like the girl is tough as nails. Obviously, she takes a fucking ton of damage and she does not go down, but she just doesn't get the W. So she could be one of those, you know, you know, victims of their own toughness. You know what I mean? Uh, I wouldn't say toughness. I would say stupidity more. That's fine. You could go with that. You know, uh, yeah, she, she, she's been in the game for a while and she should learn to switch it up maybe try something new <laughs> yeah hopefully she does some does try something new because her all her bkfc fights have kind of gone the same way i think she went she did go did she go to the distance with andy win yes yeah, yeah she did so she did do that um but now let's move on from her you're you're getting back in there you're back in albuquerque i mean it's your hometown but bkfc's back in albuquerque it was such a success the first time around, like we already talked about. It was unbelievable. The first time around you were out there, Diego Sanchez was in the audience and, and Karate Hottie and Holly Holm. And this time around, they're stacking the card bigger than ever. Diego Sanchez is on the damn card. You're sharing the card with him and Austin Trout and Lorenzo Dotson. and Dotson and Mike Rich. This card is absolutely freaking insane. And you are going in there against one of the toughest girls they have on the roster and Teresa Sagala. You got to be on cloud nine right now heading in there. Uh, yes. Um, me and Dotson are going to be on the same card. And this is his brother too, Eric. So we're going to be on um, the card again. That's going to be awesome. Like you said, Austin Trout, Diego and all that um it's gonna be a great stack card uh yeah <laughs> have you ever fought in that tingly coliseum and and any other promotion no i have it's this my first time it's much bigger than the other place right uh yeah kind of sort of i believe so because i i heard so yeah, I, I when I look at it, it looks much bigger from the pictures. I didn't really check into the whole seat, the seating, but I I believe it's bigger uh, than that place. And that place was lit like insane. And I know, like Ty was saying, it was the best event that we had been to at that point because the fans, like the people in that seat, like every single person knows about combat sports. 
usually we go around and people are like, I don't know. I don't know boxing. I don't know MMA. I don't know nothing. And you'll get that from 75% of people. And then you talk about bare knuckle, forget it. If they know MMA, if you get, if you're lucky and they know about combat sports, they definitely don't know about bare knuckle. When we went to Albuquerque, every single place we went to, there were people who knew or had tickets or wanted to go. It was in, it was incredible. Really. I mean, that, that area is a fight area. Yes. <laughs> yes. We are known to be like a fighting town and area. So, yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, the arena holds 11,571 capacity. So I don't know if they're going to have the entire thing opened up, but if they do like they normally do and like cut off one end for the backstage area and the, in the, in the seating, like I would imagine they're going to cut off about 2000 worth of seats. So, you know, potentially they could sell 9,000 tickets. I would imagine the way, the way it looks. Yeah. That'd be pretty badass. Um, Sharissa, man, she just came off of a title uh, title fight with Britton Hart, uh, which you gotta you gotta give Sharissa goes the the distance in every single fight. She's she's in, has so many be, uh, bare knuckle rounds under her belt, so much experience under her belt. You going in there with a, a minute and forty seconds uh, in, in under your belt. Um, what are you thinking about going in in there with somebody so so experienced in the sport? And uh, how are you approaching her? Are you going to try to finish her early or go into the deep waters like she's used to doing? Um, I'm going to go in there. Like, yeah, she has the experience in uh, the BKSC ring. Um, but a fight's a fight. You know, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to fight my fight. And if it goes the distance, it goes the distance. If not, then it doesn't. But at the end of the day, I am see myself with my hand raised. <laughs> It's got to be exciting for you, and and like like you said, obviously that's a dumb question by me because obviously the the sooner you can get out of there, the better. And your nickname is the Atom Bomb, and you came out there in the first fight and showed us exactly why you're called that. Um, I'm sure you've gone back and watched her fights. Uh, you know that you are potentially in for a fight of the night candidate because that's what she does. She gets bloody and she gets nasty with her uh, her, her opponents every time out. Yes. Um... With her, I, I got to respect her that she does have heart. She continues to keep going even when she knows that it, the cards are stacked against her. She still keeps going. So, yeah, I got to respect her for that. But like I said, at the end of the day, I'm, I think I'm going to end up <laughs> on the winning side of it. So, With with you training right now, um, you were, you know, you were MMA before. You were main, just MMA before, right? Yes. So with, you know, with a BKFC fight under your belt now, um, are you are you noticing like people in your gym showing interest and in possibly doing the same thing? Are you guys changing some tr- some training techniques up a little bit to try to uh, maybe cater some people to this new sport? Um, I'm really the only one in my gym that's um, wanting to, you know step there get their feet wet in the bkfc ring um (laughs) but yes i am uh changing up my training a little bit different for bkfc you know what i mean so um we're doing a lot of footwork and everything like that but we are 
watching a lot of the BKFC fights and seeing the little bit of different stuff that we can get away with. Um, you know what I mean? That we can't in MMA or boxing. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny to me right now? As we talk to you and we watch you, you are small enough to walk around inside your car like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's she's literally standing up and like walking over the middle console into other seats and shit that's funny as hell to me because i would look like the dumbest fat guy ever fucking trying to roll around inside the damn car it, <laughs> I, I i praise you for this, this is amazing good job yeah uh, um <laughs> yeah going back to what we were talking about it, I, I mean, you need to start smacking some people around in the gym and telling them, hey, this is the this is the hottest new thing. Like, I, I know you guys are all set in your ways and your MMA ways, but maybe take the gloves off and stop being a bitch, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think, uh, like I said, I'm the only one with the lady balls right now <laughs> to actually be like, yeah, let, let's do it. Um, there's not much females in the gym and some of the males, it, it's weird because they even, it intimidates them. You know what I mean? So, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, you know, yesterday the BKFC re-released their, their most updated rankings, right? And not with only one fight under your, you know, on your record, I'm, I'm assuming that you don't give a shit about records and like a, a title isn't, exactly on your radar yet but in real in reality there are so few just like you just said there are so few female 115ers in this company and in this sport that like in reality you're fighting a girl that just fought for the 115 pound title if you went out there and imp and like impressed the shit out of the uh, out of the out of the bosses and you go get a, a victory here even at 2 and 0 oh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that, you know, you could be fighting a Jenny Savage for a title elimination or something like that in the near future. Have you been thinking about this? Um, that would be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? The goal is always to climb the ladder, to always reach the top. Um, so, yeah, if they can't get a 105 division in the BKFC, like I said, I would love to push that. <laughs> but if they, they don't... Um, I'm willing to be at 115 and let's let's see what they have for me there. <laughs> right. And Mike pointed it out to me yesterday because when I was looking at all the all the rankings, they're they don't even have one for 115. They just yep. have Britain as the champion and they don't have they don't have a ranking. And it's because there's only a handful. There really is. There's Andy Wynn and um Dimitri with it and Cassie Robb and yourself and and, Je and Jenny Savage, Jenny Savage. and Sharice Zagala. There's really not yeah. a lot. So there was a was... rumor that oh, Taylor Fanny... Starling might come down, and oh, and yes, Fanny, Fanny Pulby, yep. right? Who's who's a champion in Thailand at that weight? Yeah. So so shallow you know, waters. You know. So if you go into this fight, if you happen to win, not saying you're going to or not, you know, but yeah, there's a good chance. Like he said, Jenny Savage could be next, next on the list. I know Jenny is, is definitely gunning for that Britain spot, uh, which she should be. So I see that happening probably next for her, but you know, you're right there. I mean that that's once they, I mean, once they put together there, they might even put together a little tournament here. I mean, it kind of is with the amount of fighters that are in there. It's only one fight 
per person in that division. Yeah. It's it's really wild. Yeah. It's that whole, yeah, it's that whole conversation of like, oh, you haven't fought anybody, you haven't done anything. Well, there is nobody. Everybody's starting fresh, so shut the fuck up about that shit. Just let, let them build some records and then figure it out. Yeah, um, yeah it's going to be exciting. Um, where's the after party? Um, home in the bed. Oh. <laughs> no celebration. Um, I, I don't know. Honestly, um, I don't have anything planned for after the fight. I'm just excited to get in there and do the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. And do you're, a, damn thing. yeah. What are we a week, two weeks out, two weeks yeah, out 15 from right days. 15 yeah. days. We're excited. Mike and I will I'm be down counting. there. <laughs> Mike and I will be down there. We're gonna do some uh, some footage while we're down there, but mainly like this. This is one of the most exciting ones that we've been pumped up for. Like as fans on freaking real from top to bottom, we can't wait to see you out there, uh, and we can't wait to see you how you've developed from the first one to the second one. Do you uh, ever right. run into anybody there? Any fighters that are training and train with, like, say Christine? Because I know Christine is always there. Do you ever see her around there or? Anyone else? Like, because even Sharice ha has trained there before, uh, or might still over there be over there. Uh, I don't, I don't know if she's doing her camp here yet or not. Or, um, but she would go to Jackson's, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hollywood. But, um, yeah, uh, Ferrera, she's over here, kind of in my area, like where I live. Um, but no, I haven't run into her and trained with her yet. <laughs> Damn, like it's a lonely bare knuckle time you're having over there. I feel like you need more people around. <laughs> you know, you need some more bare knucklers to train with over there and 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 have someone. That's why you got to talk somebody into fighting. You just got to talk them yeah. into it. Yeah, uh, like I said, um, well, I mentioned it, but not 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 much people. Like I said, even the guys there are like, oh no, I wouldn't do that. And it's like, really, come on now. Give it a year. But seriously, because with you, the Dotsons, and now Diego is making his debut down there. I think that, like, they have one or two more cards down in Albuquerque, and a lot of those local fighters that are, like, 100% focused on MMA only might be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try it. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested now. I keep seeing these events come through. I keep going to them. They'll eventually do it. I'm telling you. I have faith. Yeah, especially like these old heads, like, you know what I mean? They, I think they'll see it and they're all like, hell yeah, like gets a, me inspired, gets me excited. I want to go in there and fight. You know what I mean? So talk, talk about old heads down there. They need to get, um, cowboy to come down from the yes. fucking BMF ranch and, uh, and throw down. He's still got <laughs> some gas in the tank and now he's running around at like 230 pounds. So let, heavyweight cowboy come down and, and fight Alan Belcher or something like that. Oh my God. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that would be a good one. Actually. Or, uh, or Chris Camozzi, let bring Chris Camozzi in there and let cowboy and him fight at two Oh five. Cause I would love to see what a 205 pound cowboy Cerrone does. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I think that would be an exciting fight. <laughs> yeah. It'd be insane. Were you uh, just at uh, comic con or something? Uh, yes, I was. 
What what was that? How was that? Uh, it, was it a whole bunch of comic book stuff? Did they have a bunch of people there? Is it is it Comic Con or is it like? Because I know around here, it's like there's Comic Con, but then and... there's a bunch of different types of cons. So was it <laughs> just comics or was it something else? Yeah, no, it's um, it has a lot of local artists. It has some comics. It has celebrities and stuff like that. So, um, I guess it's not, huh? <laughs> um yeah so it's just more or less not like really like the san diego comic cons but it, it's the local <laughs> those are always That's cool yeah you get your name out there i saw yeah. you taking pictures signing things i mean you get your sponsors names out there too i'm sure they love that yes <laughs> jamie what gym do you train out of um i train out of fit nhb Fit and HP. There you go, Dickman Dickelhammer. That's a, the, the guy. That's a real the, person. That's, that's a real person in the comments that asked that question. Dickman <laughs> Dickelheimer. Um, Jamie, we love talking to you. We love watching you fight, but we also want to play a game with you. And we're going to test your knowledge on Urban Dictionary right now. And it's yep. it's a game called What's the Word? All we're going to oh, yeah. do is we're going to read you a definition and then give you a multiple choice of three options. And you got to tell me which word we're talking about here. Ready? Okay. Number one. Positively leaving a party fairly sober, often asking if anybody needs anything on the way up. Is it an Irish goodbye, a British goodbye, or a Canadian goodbye? Probably Canadian. Wow, look at that. <laughs> that was quick, quick, quick. You got you know it. How what? did you come up with that answer? I'm yeah, just wondering. So fast. How'd you do that? <laughs> well, yeah, just they're polite. <laughs> <laughs> How does everybody know that? Ah, Canadians, they're just polite. Do you know what a British goodbye is? It's the uh, absolute no. opposite. It's the absolute opposite. It is the um it is like leaving the party in a frantic, violent way, insulting everybody <laughs> on the way out the door and possibly jumping through a window or something like that. That's yeah. a British. Okay, that, that's that's more my style. <laughs> and an Irish goodbye is just leaving. Like you go to the Without party saying and anything you leave, to anyone. You just leave. <laughs> that, that's more like my husband. Oh, that's hilarious. I, like that. I can't believe how fast you said Canadian goodbye. All right. Number two. <laughs> okay. Only doing your friend's drugs to save money. Is that A, Kentucky sober, B, Albuquerque sober, or C, Tennessee sober? <laughs> oh, dang it. I got it. Fuck. She's like, I don't want to get this Al right. <laughs> Albuquerque, sober. That is incorrect. Oh, Kentucky incorrect, sober. Really? Kentucky sober oh, is okay. it. I get apparently there's a bunch of cheapskates down in uh down in Kentucky partying. You know what would make that funny <laughs> is if it actually said like you do all your friends' drugs, even though you have your own. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, would be that would be that would be albuquerque fun. sober that, that'd that'd be, yeah yeah i don't have any money or anything to share but i'll do all yours and i'll leave and then actually have some i'll do it at home by myself oh man <laughs> that is freaking hilarious here we go number three a person who acts in a special way and is not afraid to do so usually small cute person who is happy and can make you laugh anytime is in a funny honey b silly billy i mean not b silly billy c Droll troll. Um, make you love. Hmm. You know is we need to upload some music B or here. C? <laughs> I'm all B or C. What do you got? Uh, Roll the dice. Do, 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 do. 
meep, meep, meep. <laughs> Go ahead, roll the dice. B or C, 50-50. Uh, C. You are incorrect. It is a silly billy. Aww, according, silly to, billy. according to okay. the Urban Dictionary, it is silly billy. Number four. Number four. Here we go. Where are you, number four? In there. law, it's code meaning to be crazy. Is it A, 920, B, 420, or C, 730? I think it's 730. Ooh, if you're 730, that means you're crazy. Hit me yeah. on the hip means page, page me. me. Yeah, that's right. that's right. You are correct. <laughs> and you will learn that in Big L's Ebonics song on his second that's album, classic. which was a classic. And the last one for you, the uh, the act of t- taking the back lid off of a toilet and pooping in the tank. Ooh. Is that A, a Lincoln log, B, an upper decker, or C, a peekapoo? I would say that that's an upper decker. Oh, that is absolutely <laughs> correct. I wish it was a peekaboo because I don't know why, but that made me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> but when you said a peekaboo, I don't know. A peekaboo, pe- like you open it up and you're like, oh, peekaboo, shit. Mike, it's peekapoo, my friend. Oh, peekapoo, sorry, peekapoo. Either way, yeah. it's still funny. And funny story, real quick, before we let you go, I actually have a friend, I'm not going to say his name, but he pulled an upper decker at a chick's house at a house party that we were at back in the day. And um, that just the gift that keeps on giving for weeks until they fucking find it. You know what I'm saying? Did, did they even ever find out? I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. I, I It was one of those situations where we never look back. <laughs> <laughs> we're all like we're just never gonna speak of that again yep yep, yep. Like, i feel like no you did not do yeah uh, okay all right I well you're that, a legend for that i think jamie just found out who she's not inviting to her after party <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was fun that was a fun game of what's the word with jamie adam bomb hinshaw Thank you for coming on the show tonight. We are so excited to see you fight in a couple of weeks against Teresa. Uh take a minute, say a final few words, and then we'll let you get out of here. Um, I want to thank all my fans, um, my gym, my sponsors, uh, Jerky by Art, Functional Fairy, Mueller's Kicks, or Mueller's, let me, hold on, let me get it so I don't mess it up, <laughs> Monty Cigars Shop, uh, Lockjaw Wrestling, Maverick Auto and Fabrication, um, Duke City Comic Con, Joe's Massage, Rhodes Wrestling Academy, Damage Control, and was Mueller's Mules. Okay, kicks hard. Is Rhodes is Rhodes Wrestling Academy like Dusty Rhodes and Cody Rhodes? Those guys. Uh, Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes, Gold awesome. Dust. I remember. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. See, they even did that little thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. we know our things, man. We know our things. That was the Attitude Era. That was my my shit right there. So before we let you go, I just want to say, are you going to have some beef jerky with you? Can you bring some? I'll buy some. I want some. I want to buy some. Uh, I want to support. Yes, I I can bring some. (laughs) Yeah. What kind do you like, though? Because there's so many different flavors. (laughs) I will hit you up after this. um, Okay. Maybe like tomorrow afternoon and I'll I'll order some. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, we will see you in 15 days or 14 days. We'll see you at the weigh-ins. And if they're having a press conference, we'll probably see you that day too. Thank you very much for coming on the show. This was fun and we'll see you soon. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys for having me. All right. See take you later. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs>
That was Jamie Hinshaw. She had a she had some quick answers with the uh, what's the word, and I had a good time with that. And you want to yeah, know something, people, dude? People that are watching this show don't know. Like, I will peruse the uh, the Urban Dictionary, and then I make up the other two options, right? Yeah, so I, I, yeah. So I, I mean, British goodbye was a real one, and the Irish goodbye is a real one. But the Albuquerque silver, all those, the funny honey and droll troll, and um. <laughs> and uh lincoln log and peekapoo that's all out of my stupid head so. yeah i like that fish that yeah. right out of your dumb dumb head awesome <laughs> all right our second guest was nice enough to come on a little later because we were uh, running a little behind on time but she is the other half of that potential fight of the night candidate right there she will be taking on jamie hinshaw on the 17th in albuquerque and she's a returning guest this is probably like the third or fourth time We've had her on the show. Oh, yeah. The bare knuckle sweetheart herself, Sharissa Sagala. Hello. How are you? I feel like this is like the fifth or sixth. Is it the fifth? It it very well may be. It might be. I love coming on your guys' show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, like we definitely, since we've been doing this for so long now, um, I I was keeping a, a tally of all the names that have come on, and I've been pretty up to date on it, and I was trying to like keep, track of how many times each person I, I i lost track man because like lorenzo hunt's been on like 12 or 13 times yeah he what? comes on yeah often. yeah so it's like tony soto's been on like four because i don't think i wait i know i didn't go on for the first and i don't know if i i don't think i came on for pearl but i've been on every single one after that <laughs> well 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 <laughs> welcome pearl. back welcome so, yeah welcome remember. back no your last time you fought you were fighting for a title I know, in like a four days notice. And I just want to say hi to all the ones that are saying hi. All yeah. you guys. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I went four days notice. I had just gotten ready for Paige, and then that didn't happen. I'm all, you know, we, we, who knows what fucking happened with that shit. But, oh, um, yeah. Are you allowed to talk about that? Like, what I happened? was given the same answer that everybody else was. I really wasn't given an answer. Okay, so... Do you think that she ever fights again for for bare no. knuckle? No, no, because I was told that I would sailed. be her next fight, and they talked about her for knuckle mania, and I'm right. getting Jamie. <laughs> so I mean, I'm nothing against Jamie. I mean, I I will fight whoever they put in me in front of me. I've never said no. Obviously, I took a fight on short notice. I mean, be it it was for a title. I just wish I had a training camp for someone like Britain because I was getting ready for Paige. I wasn't getting ready for Britain. Right. Completely different fighters. And I knew it was going to be a tougher fight. So. Very tough fight. And, and like I said to Jamie a few minutes ago, you doesn't it doesn't matter if you take the fight on on six months notice or four days notice. It's going all five. Like you, you <laughs> just guess. you just love you love going in there for the full ten minutes. You do it on purpose at this point. And I, I smile and I laugh in between <laughs> my corners. I mean, uh, you know, part of that is because I want to like make sure my my corner, especially since uh, last time was Michelle's first time, like being a corner for all that. I'm like, I feel like I need to make her less nervous because I know my face looks like shit. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> you're worried? Good. You're worried about how Michelle feels <laughs> between rounds as you're fighting? You're like, oh, feeling bad. <laughs> Hey, hey, I, I take care they, of my people. They don't call her the sweetheart for nothing, I Mike. guess not, huh? <laughs> hey, hey I have gonna... so many things going through my head when I'm in there. And of course, I just want to make sure they know that I'm okay. And the best way to make sure they know I'm okay is to make sure they, they see that I'm okay. 
<laughs> Did I turn the AC on before? I left? <laughs> Did I leave the iron the straightener plugged in? What? So, so are you training back in Albuquerque this time? Or? I will be there this weekend, actually. This weekend, I am and... but I'm actually I just posted it. I'm like I doubt you guys had seen it. I'm actually training training now with um Justin Fortune, at Fortune oh. um, training. So big nice. change. It is. Amazing. Oh, I did see that you posted it yeah. like in maybe... literally like two hours before I came on. Yeah, it, it's yeah. huge change. I mean, I've had amazing coaches, but by far you can see the difference in um in his caliber of coaching because of all the people he's trained in the past, he was right there with Freddie Roach training people like Mike Tyson and, and Manny Pacquiao. And he says so much saying so little, and he just sees everything wow. that he needs to see. And he tells me exactly what I need to hear um, in between rounds and stuff. So it, it it's, I couldn't ask for anything better. I'm so excited. And he's going to be there. He's, he's coming. I, I was surprised because it was very short notice because I actually started training with him at the beginning of the year. Um, and it happened to be because I didn't know I had a fight. Um, but they told me like the day before I went in to go check out the gym. And so it's pretty cool. And he could have passed me off to any of his other trainers and be like, oh, she, she, uh, why don't you train her? No, he, he chose to train me in it. And I feel like uh, I feel very honored that he he's coming. What you said about him is like the perfect way to describe like a real, a true leader. Like mm -hmm. me and me and Mike being in the military, the, 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 the best leaders don't have to say much. And what mm -hmm. you just said, like he says so much saying so little is, is like a true attribute to a leader. And uh, that's got to feel good going into oh, 100%. it. Oh, hundred percent. Like I good. always envision like, the corners in between saying certain things to me. Um, and I mean, everybody's different how they corner their people and what they tell you. And he's doing exactly what I always envision someone telling me in between rounds. And he's doing that in sparring. So I just know this, this one, I feel really, really good going into this fight. I know I'm going to get what I need. I know that like, just I've a hundred percent confidence. The fact that, He's backing me up. The fact that he's choosing to go. I mean, he doesn't have to. He's hes trained so many people. He does this um, because he likes to do this. It's his job, but he doesn't. He didn't have to train me. And so I, I 100% confident going in this one. I feel really, really with, good. With this fight, now, like you said, you were you were slated to go to London and fight Paige. That fell so through. Then you were supposed to fight her in Montana, right? That was. Uh, it was, no, it was supposed to be Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Colorado. In Denver. That's right. Mm -hmm. And then that fell through. And then you end up taking a title fight on four days notice, like you said. Um, do you kind of wish that it didn't play out the way it did with? I mean, I'm, I'm honest. Like, I know that you're going to say, no, I'm going to take a title fight if they offer me a title fight. But, you know, you got to kind of wish that, like, um, you got to. I wanted that page fight. Yeah, I wanted yeah. that page fight like that. That's, that's so disappointing. So many reasons. I mean, honestly, like I know Britain's the better fighter than Paige, but Paige has right. the views. And I mean, everybody talks about it. Everybody knows like, you know, if you want to get seen by people that aren't watching BKFC that yes, tune man. in for her. Yeah. And I didn't even get that one. I was so bad. I saw that on your thing and I was like, man. Do I you want it? I'll send it to you. I'll bring it to Albuquerque. You can have it. Oh, Thank I have a, you. I, I have a whole <laughs> collection of them, and you know what they're doing? Like it's sitting on a table next to my my desk here, and my phone yeah. is my phone is sitting on your face right now. 
Don't don't take that the wrong way. I'm, but, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think too was. much about that yeah, before. You sorry about that. Was. I think it was Cheryl Crow because I think they did something for her where she talks about yeah. how she walks over her face. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, I saw Tommy Clohesse posted that on his yeah. page, and he was like, "Look at this!" And it's actually Cheryl Crow in some like documentary or some film that she did, and yep. she's going into the her house, and she stops and she goes, "Oh, let me show you something. It's one of the coolest." things i've ever gotten in my life and then the camera pans down and it's tommy clohesse's yep. freaking billboard mat with yep. freaking Cheryl crow's face on it. and that's the one thing i miss the most because they haven't been using them and i'm like I man know. i love those things i still have them because i'm like eventually i'm gonna get like a little she shed and freaking fucking put all my shit up <laughs> tommy messaged us and said he's gonna be back in albuquerque he's gonna be at albuquerque oh, yeah excited. he's gonna be there don't know and if he's telling stuff though. Is I know. He? I don't know, but he said that um, they're working on like some new business partnerships or something like that, okay. and bring in the and the mats will be back. That's what he's, that's what he's saying. But I hope I so. love those things. Yeah, they're great. I love that is Tommy. the one. Like of all of them, I'm like, can you just bring them back? <laughs> you know that? Did you know that the billboard mats made mission accomplished ones? Right? Yes. For yes. Us. Mike and I. We're not at the event that they brought them to, and they gave like they got all given away. Like we didn't Aww. get them. We got See, a couple of those small little ones, and that's it. You know how it feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I see like, that yeah. on here right after that fight. I was like, I didn't get one of those. What the heck? <laughs> well, <laughs> and I saw me, it on your post. Yeah. Meanwhile, us two goofballs are walking around with them. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like sitting in the basement over here on my bench. I don't know if I, I got have lucky that. that I got the one from um, uh, New York. I was like, I think so. I think it was supposed to be for someone else's. And to this day, I forget who it was. They still tell me like, oh, I think you took my mat. <laughs> but I didn't take it. Somebody gave it to me. I was like, it's my face on it. So it's mine. Yeah, it's technically yours. Um, you you have a fight with Jamie Hinshaw coming up now. Now, let's talk about this for a second. Are you super familiar with Jamie? Um, did you know much about her prior to her first fight in the BKFC? Or is that like your first introduction to Jamie Hinshaw the first time she fought in Albuquerque? I'm sure you That was my introduction. I mean, I did fight uh, Adam Waite, but there wasn't very many Adam Waites, and that's the problem. I did one fight, and I said, never again, because I got really sick. I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't hard, but it, it was hard to drop down that that much weight. Um, I got. I think we ended up doing one hundred six because the girl like one hundred six point five because the girl couldn't make weight. She was like one hundred eight. Um, but I had made it, and I was like, "Dude, this is like way too small for me." Yeah, I'm I'm five four, and I'm like, and at the time I had a lot more muscle, and I find for this like I don't need to pack on muscle. Like you want you want you want to improve and you want to get stronger but it doesn't mean you need the mass because i feel like if you have the more mass you have um especially going to albuquerque the cardio gets worse yeah with the elevation learn how to fucking use it from the ground up i hope a lot of these fighters that are not training at elevation are considering that because a lot of people you know they they hear denver they think elevation mm -hmm. they they hear mexico city and they think elevation but my dumbass and me and Mike did not realize yeah. that Albuquerque is 6,000 feet above sea level. Yeah, mm -hmm. higher than Denver. Higher than Denver. And I think I it think shocked Denver's a lot. Denver's actually of... a little bit higher. Is it? Is it? 
I think Denver is a little bit higher because I remember when I was looking, I was like, oh, it should be easy. Because <clears throat> I remember um, when I was getting ready in Albuquerque, Melissa Odessa had, I had just missed her because she had trained with Wink and them right before I came. Um, and she had fought for LFA there. <clears throat> and so I think they were comparing all the different ones. I think um, uh, Colorado is just a little bit higher. Um, but Either way. E yeah, either That's for sure. Like you yeah. said, though, either way, I don't think I think of, you know, a good handful of fighters that were heading to Albuquerque for the first PKFC event did not realize what they were stepping mm -hmm. into there. And I think it zapped a lot of people when they got in. Although know. when I was watching, because I was trying to see if I saw the dump in any of them and I really didn't <clears throat> see it that much. But I'm like, maybe they made up for it because I mean, it is a fast paced thing. It is two minutes. So it's a little bit shorter. I think we can see it more in the um, MMA fights, but on those longer rounds, which most of the last ones, they ended early, huh? I think yeah, only there like, was a lot of quick ones. Yeah. So that's probably why. Um um, one, one fight that went the distance that when we talked to, mm -hmm. it was, uh, Brad Kelly and Isaac mm -hmm. Valley flag. Yep. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think they, I think Brad mentioned something a little bit about the elevation. Like he, he was, he was cooked by the fifth round, but he was still dumping it out. And like, you know, he won, I think yep. every round of that fight, but still he said he was feeling it. Um, and I know we were saying, even for me training there, when I was training all those weeks for London, I, we're like, oh, your cardio is going to be amazing because when you get out there, it's going to be like nothing. Because it was when I came back here and started running, I was like, oh, this is nothing. Do you ever stop? Out there, you feel like a, a weight is on your chest. When you're not training for a fight, what are you doing? What's your, what's your full time? Do you fight full time? Is that your um, thing? Now, yeah, I got rid okay. of everything. I, I do mm -hmm. like gig work. So I do like uh, delivery sometimes. And then I have like all the other shit that I do, like the freaking millions, um, you know, all the, I sell freaking autograph pictures. So it's like little things here and there. But um, most time I just focus on this shit. Like this, this is it for me. I worked as a store manager until January of last year. So I quit. I was like, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Um, they keep throwing bigger and bigger names at me. And I mean, I, I, I a hundred percent appreciate it, but I can't work and train at the same time. Like where I need, I need to focus just on this. Where were you a store manager? The Aeropostale. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, Teenage man, I don't, you know, <laughs> My wife is in retail and she worked at New York and company for a okay, long yeah. time. I don't know how you guys do that because I, I just can't <laughs> Hated it. deal with the type of stupidity that comes inside of those stores. On a I would just go and visit her for lunch. So I'd walk in the store, say, hey, what's up? Wait about five minutes for her to like clock out, do what she's got to do. And in that little time that I'm there... Yeah. Oh, there's always someone there doing something stupid or asking something. Excuse me, ma'am, how much does this cost? It says 50% off. Yes, that's our, it's like 20, especially because our stuff was like, most of it was like an even number and it'd be like $28, 50% off. You yeah. can't, and especially when the high schoolers would say it to me because we're a clothing store. So it was like, yeah. You just got out of math class. You cannot tell me. Like, I know you're in algebra <laughs> or some fucking trigonometry oh. or something. Like, right. don't ask me. <laughs> you're ready to get a swift backhand in here. Boom. Listen, but Sharice, Mike is also like the second coming of Larry David. Do you know who Larry David is? He makes Curb Your Enthusiasm. He wrote yes. Seinfeld. Yes. 
the he's bald yeah the bald dude traveling yeah. with mike and hanging with mike it's like it's like hanging with that guy like <laughs> most shit bothers him yeah really grinds my gear so i'll tell you there's a lot of things like intricacies in life that everyone probably would agree with most of the stuff yeah. it's like to point it all out just things that you know might sure. might irk you but you don't realize how much it does until i really just have to tell you about it all the time dude him I on a plane like that was me though in retail because every day that's all you uh like complain about and then the like i know you have something in the back room dude we had nothing in the stock room especially during <laughs> christmas there's there at like around thanksgiving time there was a lot of shit back there so we'd actually have stuff but when we tell you there's nothing back there there's literally nothing back there <laughs> Do you ever? Wait, um, the girls would sometimes just go walk to the back and then just come right back out because they didn't want to hear the customer ask five million times. You ever see someone like pick a shirt up off a rack and like stand in front of a mirror and hold it and just walk over to him and be like, "No, nope, put that back." <laughs> Our That's store was the worst because Aeropostle <laughs> is like maybe like seventy percent folded, so it was a nightmare to clean the oh, store. Okay. And their motto is like "pack it high, watch it fly." So you would have a shit, uh, like a whole bunch of like big stacks on these tables. Oh, it was a nightmare at night. Did I don't you know ever, how to get done in an hour. Like fuck that shit. <laughs> did you ever have people just walk in and wipe a table right off into a bag and just walk out like steal all the stuff? So when I worked at the, because I live by the Ontario Mills um, outlet over here, and I had worked at that one for a while, that one happens a lot. But we also had one where people came in, like we had cameras. So I happened to be the one working where we were filling stuff in and they actually caught people, caught them like on the way, like on the freeway. I guess they pulled them over because they were watching them in other stores. Mm -hmm. We didn't even know they had stolen anything because the way they came in <laughs> and we right? went back and watched five minutes. They took like four big, huge trash bags. Of stuff. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Good they for start them. just letting I mean, people they... <laughs> take shit, dude. I, oh, I'm but telling... they caught them, though. <laughs> like, I mean, I'll... good for them to get out of there. I mean, but they got caught down the road. They so got caught. Know. Yeah, that was a big, I guess that was a big ring. Because they're all, we call them ORCs. They're um, organized retail crime. So they sell that shit on, like, uh, swap meets, all that stuff. You know, where Steph worked was Providence Place Mall. So they started just, like, letting people just go. Like, yeah, it ain't even worth it now at this point mm -hmm. because there's so many people, like, it's dangerous to stop someone stealing pants. Like, just let them go because some of the stuff is expensive, but some lady ran out. Now, I don't think she stole from Steph's store, but she ran out into the parking lot, right? Now, mind you, it's the first floor of the parking lot. However, mm -hmm. if you go to the back of it, there is a hill going down. So, really, oh. it's like you're on, like, the second and a half floor. <laughs> She tried to jump off that thing when she's being chased, and she died. No way. Oh, wow. See, that's why most stores, you're not allowed to chase after them. Yeah. Um, we've had a we had When I worked there, there was a couple people, not in my store, but in others. Because our thing, I was like, dude, this is, I no. was at the point where I'm like, this isn't my store. I'm, I'm making money getting paid to do this stuff. So, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if they want to take it, like, it's not worth it for me to go right after them. But there was people that would go pepper spray them or like there was a girl who got pulled a gun out on them. Cause she chased, um, she chased people down the, to like follow them to their car to try to get the stuff back. It's not worth it. Like yeah, there's too much craziness going on. No, I'm good. You can take it if they want to write me up. Cause I, you know, I, they thought that I wasn't doing a good job, but 
You never did. You just got the the talk like, oh, you need to make sure more people on the front. In my head, I'm like, you need to add more payroll so I can add five more people into the damn store right. if you want that to happen. Yeah. Have fun with that turtleneck. See you later. <laughs> I'm, o- I'm over here like wondering. better on you than it does on that table. Keep going. <laughs> I'm wondering what the lady that Mike was talking about, what was she stealing that she thought she needs to jump off this thing to get she away with it? probably thought she was jumping 10 feet or something, eight feet uh, down. <laughs> Well, that was it like camera stupid. phones or sh- like oh my god like laptops <laughs> at least making something worth it diamond rings yeah. and that happened in one of the stores um that i was in um those i don't know if you guys have them over there where people mistake because they come in and they break um the glass on the jewelry places so people think it's shotguns it's happened at a couple of stores thank god i wasn't there because they closed down the mall and they had like cops come in bring everyone out because people thought people were shooting and it was oh, right damn. after all the craziness that was going on with like different shootings that were happening and i think um one of them was right after the texas shooting that happened at the mall like oh, a couple shit. years back yeah so you are clearly in a safer occupation now <laughs> yeah oh yes yeah yeah <laughs> i i um, go in with the intention to get harmed so i know yeah. how to not get harmed <laughs> that's just hilarious yeah you know what retail was just too goddamn dangerous i'm gonna fucking quit all that shit and i'm gonna punch people in the face with my bare hands for a little <laughs> yeah. it's better at least I, at least when i have pissed i like could take it <laughs> on to somebody else <laughs> if somebody's making me mad or getting annoyed at somebody Somebody's in front of me that I can take that shit out on. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat up Barbara. No, she no. Comes in there and she's no, without going to jail. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I, maybe all I can all the Karens, all the Karens that come get through. Get the cops to let me go. <laughs> oh, last thing about, about retail, right, before we move on here. <laughs> Steph had somebody who came to the store, and her name was Puddin. Oh, my God. P-U-D-D-I-N. On the credit card, and her name was really Puddin. That was it. That was her name. Yeah. So Did she have a last name, or was it I don't. Puddin? I know. Like she, she's like share private. <laughs> there, yeah. There's some weird names. I lived in, um, so living in Rancho, I worked in Riverside, um, and Riverside's got a big mix of people. So you get like a lot of different kinds of names, and you're like, um, I know my name's hard to pronounce, but I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> I had a dude, I mean, I had a guy that I had to go back to his, his uh, table and just like, I believed him, but I wanted, I wanted confirmation. His name was Marcus Zerilius, the same exact name from Gladiator, like like fucking Russell Crowe's name. And his name was Marcus Zerilius. I don't know if it was spelt the same way, but I go all the way to the counter to ring up his credit card in the, re- in the restaurant that I worked at. And I walk over and I look at the American express card and I was like, yo, and I show it to someone. I go, look at this fucking dude's name. And they're like, no way. That's gotta be a fake credit card. Well, like no Are fucking sure way. That he yeah. didn't pull a Miley and like change his name when he got older. <laughs> Maybe I, he might've, but it was, his name was Marcus. He was so into I, that movie. <laughs> I was like, damn dude, this dude's the gladiator. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Did he yeah. look like the gladiator? No, no. He, he <laughs> okay, then. Look... No. <laughs> yeah, oh, one man, of the reasons hey. why I left, too, is because I started getting people, because it was, um, since it was January last year, like, I more and more people were starting to recognize me, and I was like, okay, this isn't the safest place for me to be, because who knows if somebody's going to, like, follow me out in the parking lot. Like, I have kids. My kids sometimes <laughs> come visit. Yeah. 
do this. I'm like, it's cool. I don't mind, but I'm like, I don't want people knowing where I work. <laughs> well, yeah. like I said, I think you're in a much better occupation now. Right. And uh, you, who are you going to have in your, I know you, you said you got um, your new coach, but is like, is, is Michelle Watterson going to be there for you this time or anybody she like that? She may or may not be in the city. I, I know she might be going out of town. So I'm, I'm not sure yet. I'm like, we're going to find out in a couple weeks. And then well, I'm like, I just want to, I'm like, Justin's cool. So I'm like, I just want to make sure everybody is like cohesive and everybody, like, I know he's, he's was totally okay with me going and everything like that. Like he knew like right away, I said that first thing I was like, um, I have, if it wasn't for it being Albuquerque, I wouldn't leave, but I have to go. Like, I'm like, I'm not yeah. going to go the week of, it took me a week and a half. So I'm like, yeah. I I'm going. <laughs> And he this, was totally cool with it. So I just want to make sure whoever's there, because the second it, it's not as hard, they usually just hand the water. But I just want to make sure it, it, everybody's comfortable. Your fight is part of one of the biggest cards they've ever put together. Oh, yeah. And we talked about it last night. We had we had Cito and we had uh, Noah Cutter on last night and Jared Grant. Just, just like the fact that the top four card uh, fights on the card are are Mike and Lorenzo, and then mm -hmm. Diego and Austin Trout, and then Jared Grant and John Dotson, and then fucking Greg Hardy's on this card, and then they got you got to go like two or three more fights down the card just to get to you. This thing uh -huh. it, it is packed top to bottom, and, and then we Faria don't even know if that's gonna be like if that's Hopefully. where we're at because I haven't even seen Faria's where Faria yeah, is yeah, on they there. haven't added it yet. Right. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was talking to somebody else today. I did another um, interview and I didn't even know. I was like, I know they talked about it in the press conference, but I haven't seen it there. But I guess it's sort of like me and Jamie, like they put her video up, but they never put like the actual poster for our fight poster. So I'm like, okay, I guess I can um, say something now because they put her video and my name is on there. So I guess I could say I'm fighting. <laughs> Because, you know, we can't yeah. say anything until they post it. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be quiet. And on top of that, I was like, my head is so into just training and I'm so just focused. Like, it's very, very different than it was before. Because I know how important social media is. But for me, I'm like, this is like, for me, Knuckle Mania is huge. It, I started Knuckle Mania, you know, the first one. We saw how crazy that was. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know what to expect. And now I know year. what to expect every time I go in. So we stole the show. You know, I could totally see me and Jamie stealing the show again because I think we both have that tenacity in us where we're going to um, not, not want to give ground. <laughs> we have said this many, many times over. Like the first event that we ever covered live was that knuckle mania knuckle mania one was the first one we went to and we covered live and the first few fights of the night were cool everything was amazing we were having a good time and then the taylor starling sharice sagalic fight happens and we've never turned back since we've been a, we have been full bore full steam ahead bare knuckle fighting is the shit for us right now because that thing that fight live really changed the way we like felt about combat sports for sure i like it so like jealous of everybody in the crowd just because like for us like we're in it right so i didn't even like take that moment to like breathe it all in i didn't even know what was going on because in my head i'm just like i'm just freaking here and i want to freaking win like that's it like i'm i and I'm freaking half Mexican, half German. I'm fucking stubborn as hell on both sides. Like, so I'm like, I'm not giving this shit up. I don't care. You got to Like, you got to really take me out to get me out of this shit. I'm going to keep going. No shit. That so. the, the first round of that fight, 
like Mike, Mike described it as like you rose up like the undertaker. Like, oh yes. When she I know. Dro- you fell on your ass. You fell flat back wow. and we're like, Oh fuck. Dude. It's over. And then you were like, <laughs> that right up. It was, and then it was, it was an all out war from that point on all the, all the way. We just talked about that that unforgettable war. I love yeah. that fight for everything that it like it did, but I fucking hate watching that fight just because like where I was then to where to I know. am now, technique wise and everything is so night and day. And I'm just like, oh, I look like shit. <laughs> but are you are you done with the 125 division or or oh, yeah. would you you're done with that? So I was gonna say because if, if if they were if they said Taylor, you know you and Taylor can run that one back now, two years later, um, at some point in 2023, if they were like, Hey, you want to fight Taylor again at 125, or like if, if the money and I'll do it yeah, or, or maybe like a 120 <laughs> catch weight, like a 120 catch weight or something like that. So I'm not, so my thing is, um, when I did the fight with Danzig, um, we had talked about this and we said that my last fight was going to be, cause we had talked about it there. We said, okay, you know, Feldman talked to my agent, Chad and said, Hey, we want, we, we're thinking we want her to fight Paige. Um, that would be her last 125. And then after that, we're bringing in more girls for 115. We want to keep her in the 115 division. And I was like, cool. Cause that's like, this is my natural way. This is what I always fought at for MMA that I walk around at 129, 130. So for me, I'm like 125 is nothing. Um, I'm like barely going down. I need to gain muscle. And even then I don't like to pack on muscle. Cause like I said, for me, for boxing, it's, not really what I need to do. If I was like a bodybuilder, if I was like still doing MMA, maybe because then I could use that to put, you know, put my weight on people and to use it. But I feel like you can have a really strong punch without adding, um, without adding a whole bunch of muscle. You just have to know how to add power. You know, yeah. you have to know how to generate it, and it come, and a lot of it comes from making sure your body mechanics are are correct. Yeah, man, they did that. I always like you remember that uh, that show Sports Science on ESPN. They used to do Sports Science where they would yes. like they would like bring in fighters. They'd bring in football players and they'd put all them little things mm-hmm. all over them with their readers. They did. They, have, uh, um, they did. Ram, Rampage was on there. They did Rampage Jackson. They did a bunch of people, but they no, brought the, the fighter, the BKFC fighter. Um, oh, my God. I can't think of his name. Um, he was a UFC um, Alexander. Houston Alexander. He was on. Oh, it. Houston was on there. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, on there yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. But they did a um, they did a just a straight uh, a right hand, a straight right hand from um, from Rampage Jackson, mm-hmm. and they had these little stickers on like them little wires and shit all over him from his from his chest all the way down to his feet, and it could like read the like kinetic energy or whatever mm-hmm. from your your body, and the way he just fucking. Just the technique and yep, the way the he torque. moved, the the way he moved his hips and he twisted and like he turned on his foot, like they you could literally see the energy start like in his mm-hmm. toes and travel up his body and go through his hand, and that motherfucker threw like a like it was like a twenty two hundred pound punch or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think Unreal. the other one was um what's the um it was a big country the big heavy Roy, dude Roy Nelson? yes they had him on there and they said that because of his belly everything how it generates the power he had one of the heaviest punches i believe that he used to uh-huh. knock dudes out silly man yeah like, oh yes yeah he oh, couldn't I, get I, knocked out for a while people could not knock that dude out he would be hit with everything and he would just not go anywhere 
Mm-hmm. He would be he would be a fun guy to come over to bare knuckle, right? Oh, yeah, Good yeah. country, Roy Nelson. Damn. Somebody get a hold of that guy. <laughs> you know, Britain's mom's in the uh, comments. I know, I saw right it. Now. I was yeah, going to say hi because I saw she wrote something earlier. <laughs> yeah, she said that Britain feels a thousand times better at 115, oh, yeah. just like you're saying now. It's it's your nat- it's more your natural weight class. and But I would I'm love, and like how, like how he said, we were just like dream matchmaking there. Like we're, would love to see you and Taylor run that back and do it at one fifteen. Taylor, she was at one fifteen or before. She could totally yeah. make it. Like it's not, it's not even a big deal. Like I would do it at one twenty five uh, with money because even then I know she said she's packing on muscle. Well, that's just not the greatest for her. And I just feel like um, I'd rather just continue working what I've been working and I'll come in a little bit light. But I guarantee you, my punches will come out cleaner, crisper, and a lot harder, especially with how I've been training and who I've been training with. It would be really cool if they put on a rematch with you two yeah. at the next Knuckle Mania. Oh, that would be awesome. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm not Knuckle opposed Mania. to anything. I've said yes to everybody they put in front of me. I've never said no to a single person. I've never we've actually asked because other people are like, Oh, I've called her out. I'm like, we my agency has asked and they BKFC said we don't want that fight. That's not the fight that we want. We want this one that we're putting in front of you. Like, Which amazes me. Maybe it just didn't work at the time for for the for the business. But like, I can't imagine what they wouldn't want to run that one. It was a, it was the fight of the year for them. Well, was, not Taylor, because like, Taylor they had. I think I think a long time ago they talked about like I know um, especially Sosha has said it before. Like that'd be awesome if you run it back. Like you two, like in a, a year or two or something, because it would build up that anticipation even more, especially yeah. the way we were going. And I feel like she needs um, a couple fights in there before um, people are going to want to see that fight. Like they might want to see it just because of how the first one was. But I mm-hmm. think um, when you have a fight, I know everybody has a breaking point and there's things, but as a fighter, like for me, um, I'm, it's hard. You, you always have to be mentally tough. And I feel like I am always mentally tough when I go out there. I'm not giving, I'm not quitting. I don't, I don't give a fuck what happens. Like, it, like I'm one of those, like you better doctor better pull me out. Cause I'm not stopping. I literally turned to um, doc Muzi on the Britain fight. Cause he was going to pull us out. And I told, and I didn't even look at him. I was staring straight at Michelle. And I said, you're not pulling this fight. <laughs> like you're not, this was like the fifth round. I'm like, you're not stopping this fight. And Don um, was like, I don't know, Doc. I think she's saying she wants to fight. And I was like, you're not stopping this fight. I don't give, I'm fine. Like, you're not stopping my fight. <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah. Um, but, and I was fine. Yeah. And, and you, I get it. if, if they would have stopped that fight, it would have been like, it's, it's a, it's a matter of knowing the fighter too. And like, uh-huh. um, w- going, going back to this fight that you got coming up right here, where do you, what, what path do you see? Like you were in a title fight already with Britain and you went five rounds with her, but you took mm-hmm. it on short notice. I would imagine that, you know, a win or two, they, they should probably let game. you get another shot at it with a full camp. Where do you see your path back to Britain leads? Like after, you know, Jamie, obviously, do you think it's like immediately after Jamie or do you need I don't to... know. I don't know. Cause there's not a lot of girls. So like the thing right. is like, uh, Andy like Wynn, not... like, uh, and, and I don't the... Yeah. The rank like, the I rankings just came out. I think I think Jenny's number one. There is there is no one fifteen. Oh, right they, okay. So 
when I, after my fight with Britain, I went, because I forget what we we're doing, but I was talking to my agent. And if you go to my profile page, I'm listed as number five straw weight. But there's no rankings. Like if you go to straw weight rankings, right, it's right. not there. But I was listed as number five. I don't know if it's changed. Hmm. I haven't looked at it recently because I have just been so focused on just training. Like this is the first day I actually put a little bit of makeup on. Like most of the time I'm just hairs up, looks like shit. I'm in gym clothes all day. I'm like, I don't know. If, well, I don't even know if I remember how to do makeup, but I did. Um, so like for me, I was like, oh, this, that's pretty cool. So I sent that over to my agent. I was like, oh, this is cool. They're going to keep it going. Um, so, I mean, I, I would definitely love to see it, that list. But I, the thing is, there's so few of us. And yeah, the, the list really, off, it's sort of. The list consists of, I mean, Britain at the top, then Jenny and Andy Wynn and yourself and um, uh, Jamie Henshaw. Dimitrieva, Cassie Rob, and Fanny Palumpy. That's about the that's about the list right there. I swear. I would love to see Fanny come over. That's yeah. the one I do want to see because I know she did good over there. Um, so I'd love to see her come over. Cause I mean, nothing against anybody in that, but I feel like there's like no middle talent. Like I feel like you either got up here or down here. Like you, there's nothing in the middle. So it's like, do I? I, I like taking hard fights and I, right. um, someone once was like, Oh, you should take an easier fight. Like some of these other girls have had, I was like, I, I, my coach week was like, you don't need that. Like you can beat any one of these girls that are in there. You just have to fix a couple things that you're making mistakes on and you can do it. And I feel like I fixed a lot of that. So like, I, I don't mind the tough fights. Give me whoever is in the top, whatever they think would, will get me there. I mean, I don't know what direction BKFC wants. And I don't know in their mind who they're wanting for that title um, to go against Britain next. But I'd love to fight whoever the title challenger is. You know, yeah, if I, well, I think that was in you know, Fanny was Fanny was supposed to be her opponent when you fought her right and, yeah. and it, ended up, it ended up being something they couldn't get her over here probably covid protocols or whatever the fuck it was at the time but i i think they're in monica said it in the comments and i think we, we heard the same thing they're still trying to get her over here yeah i would i would love to see britain and fanny headlining um the norfolk norfolk uh Virginia. Virginia card that would be yeah. a great main event down there uh, we talked to Reggie Barnett the other day too, and he said that he's headlining. Who knows who's headlining it? Those I two know. are one A and one B out of Virginia. So, um, yeah, it would be great. I think you and Jenny Savage would be a good fight. I think yeah. you and Andy Wynn would be a good fight. Uh, but you got Jamie Henshaw coming up, so yeah. we're all in for a treat in Albuquerque oh, yes. coming up. So yeah. to cut in real quick, uh, Sharisa, you just said that if you go to your page, it has a number five, right? So if you go to BKFC and you look at the actual weight classes and you click on one where it would show you the champion mm -hmm. in one through five, they don't have that for 115. However, if you do type in your name right to the right of your picture, there is a ranking that says number five. Yep. And if you type in, you know, Andy Wynn, it shows number two. If you type in, you know, whoever else they'll have. So I don't know, maybe they forgot to like, uh, put that up on that page so you can see the champ in one through five, but they didn't forget to put it inside of your profile. So 
there. I'm like, I'm thinking one or two things. I'm thinking maybe they're wanting like a couple more fights in the 115 division because it is a newer division. So I think maybe they just want to see a couple more fights and see if anything fluctuates because everybody is so new and they're still trying to figure out, especially these debut girls like um, Veronica that just fought. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they're trying to see, okay, was yeah. that first one a fluke? Was it like, let's see how she does on the next one and see if. You know, because it's hard how they rank it. Because some of the rankings, you're like, it doesn't make sense. Because some people will look at mine and like, oh, it doesn't make sense. But I'm like, I feel like I'm stronger than a lot of the girls on on there. Um, look at who I fought versus who these other girls have fought. Like, it's it's a whole difference. And that's why even when you look at, like, Jenny got Veronica as a debut girl and like she was talking about, she knocked her out. She didn't knock her out. The girl quit because it was her first time. And it was probably like, she was probably like, Oh shit. Like, I mean, I was in that locker room with her before she was nervous. She was really nervous to go out there that, that day. Cause that was the Britain fight. So, you know, it, it's hard when they're doing those rankings and they're putting people in certain places. Like I get her in um, the Delaney fight. Like th- that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like the fight when when I fought Danzig and you see Danzig at the end look fucking astonished that it was a draw. Like it tells you I'm like that's my number two. I should not be one, three, one. I should be two and three. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. It, it, yeah, it, your, your three losses. Like you just said, your three losses were two world class. Like, like, yeah. yeah. You got Britain, Pearl and Taylor. Like yeah, those and are Taylor's top undefe- of the top. Well, yeah. Other than that Christine fight, she was undefeated going into it, and you know, right. what, whatever. Yeah. But you're definitely, uh, you're definitely a fan favorite. You're definitely, uh, uh, you're definitely loved by the company for sure because you stay yeah. active and, and you, uh, you give it one million percent every single time. <laughs> um, how it's you... not because I, I want to please them, it's literally something inside of me that's like, oh, fuck you, I am not going down like this. <laughs> Do you um before we we're gonna play a game with you and then we'll get you out of here? Uh, how do you see the the fight without giving any anything away? You and Jamie on the seventeenth. Do you see a, another war? Do you have a, a little plan in mind to fucking surprise everybody? Oh, got? there's a huge plan that's in mind, but like I I've been training to make it not last five rounds. We've been training on making sure that um there's a lot of more strong a lot of punches coming out a lot stronger crisper cleaner um and making sure i'm catching what i need to catch um you know from seeing even though it was a short win for her like you could see a lot in that fight there was a lot of things you could see so i mean we the girl that i've been training with um with fortune i've you know there's two people that i spar with but one of the girls is pretty much almost exactly like her style so, you know, I've been training with someone exactly like her. So it makes it, um, but more boxing status. So, you know, there's a little bit of a difference between boxers and MMA fighters. Um, the one thing that's, that for me is awesome is that I came from jujitsu and MMA background. So even though I'm going into starting to become a boxer now and a complete fighter, it, you know, I understand MMA and I understand clinch i know how to get in and out of it so even if i don't work it i i was always really good at the clinch when i fought mma uh, that was i loved being in the pocket and it was the people that i trained with because i was always the smallest one so i had to learn how to fucking yeah, fight in the inside, pocket because yeah. they would leave me they would freaking get me in a corner and they would keep me there so that's why i fight the way i do 
Are you still rolling as much these days no, or no? I miss it. <laughs> I, yeah, I know you probably do. Like my professor was just talking about he's like, when are you coming back? I was like, when I don't have a fight. <laughs> right. Jujitsu people are like like if you're if you're if you're in there, you're in there a hundred percent. And it's almost it's almost like a cult. Fucking yes. not to not to be like a dick. No, it is. It really is cult. Especially if you're a tenth planet person. I'm not yeah. a tenth planet person, but tenth planet <laughs> is very culty. Yeah, yeah, it's very culty. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my kids are are just now um they're like about a month and a half into their journey in jujitsu right now, and they are absolutely loving it. And I love that oh, yeah. they love it. So uh, we're going to play a new game that we got going on called What's the Word? And it's a really fun game that we came up with where we uh, we, we scour the uh, Urban Dictionary. We find some fun ones and then we throw the definition at you, give you some multiple choices. And then you tell us which one you think is the actual word that goes to the definition. Are you ready? Sounds like fun. All right. I'm ready. Numero uno. Doing several slacker-esque things concurrently. Is that A, multi-lamping, B, turbo-slacking, or C, multi-slacking? I feel like it's B or C. Well, turbo would be a little bit. I'm going to say multi-slacking. Multi-slacking is the answer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, turbo, that means you have to be slacking pretty fast. And who's going to be a fast slacker? No. Yeah, <laughs> fast slacker. I love it. And Mike, what would multi-lamping be? Multi-lamping, I <laughs> feel something like really, really bad. Do we want to know? Lamping, lamping's like chill, like absolutely chilling. doing yes. nothing. Chilling. Yeah. So I feel but, like it would. <laughs> how can you multi? You're like you're probably. <laughs> it's probably like guys like fucking smoking, uh, yeah, smoking yeah. a joint, yeah. eating yeah. cookies, making mac and cheese, That's... and forgetting about their mac and cheese. Yeah, and going... <laughs> Yo, that is multi-lamping. That's smoking, multi eating, drinking, playing a video <laughs> game, video and then game. forgetting oh. about what was on the stove or forgetting <laughs> about your video game. Yes. Yeah. Beer knuckle That's fighting, pitcher and pitcher. Like that. That's fantastic. All right, number two. Act of intimacy in which one party possessing an Audi belly button and another possessing an any connect by inserting the corresponding parts. Wow. I think I already, I feel like. A. <laughs> oh, sorry. A, oh, stop tearing. B, the in and out. Or C, balking. I didn't read the answer. I feel I like so it's the in and out. Like, this. for some reason, I feel like that's the in and out. But th that is the weirdest shit. <laughs> That is like, very why weird. would I have a name? <laughs> it was so weird. I forgot to I forgot to give you the multiple choice answers because I was like, "Why is this?" So, Whose question she, was this? Who chose the, this? The, <laughs> it's the act of sticking the Audi belly button into the any of another, and the answer you said B, the in and out is incorrect. It is oh. socketeering. Soc sounds so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think of like mu like musketeering. Remember uh, Mickey Mouse Club? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh I my god, I'm aging myself. <laughs> listen, no, I, this is a real thing. Like if you go on to the Google and you search socketeering. Hearing, this will come up in the urban dictionary. You and probably don't want to search it because there's probably a bunch of other shit yeah. that comes up that you don't want to see. All right, stay away from the anybody under 18, please don't go look up socketeering. <laughs> you it, might it, not like it. Yeah. Make sure, yeah, just make sure you go uh, incognito before you search. Yes. It. Okay. Yes, there please. we go. Number three, uh, when your day is going too well and you don't trust it, 
and some shit finally goes down? Is it A, the fuckening? Is it B, a fuck shit stack? Or is it C, after doom delight? I'm going to say the fuckening. <laughs> I'm probably wrong. But the, it is the fuckening. Sounds- oh, wow. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> It is the fucking. I was thinking of The Shining. I was like, it has to be that. <laughs> yeah, when the day is just going too good and you know something bad's about to happen. I'm like, because usually we say fuckery, right? Like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. I love it. All right. Number four. She's doing all right here. Here we go. All right. Number four. I'm, my age is showing. Is- these are probably like <laughs> from back in my day. <laughs> a task that is considered easy. Generally, this term is used in australia a easy peasy b piece of piss or c jar of pickles well if it's something that like all my kids say it would be easy peasy but But i feel like if it's from australia it'd be one of these other ones like piece of piss but i'm gonna say easy peasy easy peasy is Incorrect. I you said Australia, and I was like, "That sounds like an Australia thing." <laughs> I can oh. do that. That's See, I was right. Thing. I should have gone with what I fucking said. Oh, that's yeah. a piece of piss. Trust your gut. If, hey, if you, your yeah, if Trust you ever, it. if you ever got matched up with Beck Rollins in a fight, you can say, My, "You know what? This fight's going to be a piece of piss." Justin is Australian. Fortune. Oh, Justin! He, oh. he has a total accent. Oh, you're gonna have to do this. You're tomorrow. gonna, you're gonna have oh. to say it's a piece of piss. This he's gonna I think we hear half the things he says. His <laughs> wife is awesome. Tamara, she runs the friends I got. She was the one, um, you know, celebrity boxing. The girl that fought um, Kim Kardashian. That's how I always oh. remember her. That's no his way. wife. That's oh, his wife. Oh, okay. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow, or when you go to the gym, right? And he tells oh, you to do pissed. something, right? You go, oh, that I can do that. It's a piece of piss. Piece of piss, mate. Yeah, don't, don't tell me fuck off. <laughs> whatever you say, don't say easy peasy or a jar of pickles. It won't make sense. <laughs> easy peasy is too American. Yes, it is. All right, last one for you. This, this, this one is a doozy, okay? Two people passing an egg back oh, and God. forth using only their asses until one cannot return it. Loser has to eat the egg. Yeah. So they're holding the egg in their ass crack. Oh, and they're passing God. it back and forth until someone drops it and then they have to eat the egg. Is it A, eggs McCracken? Is it B, scrambled ass? Or is it C, farmyard tennis? Oh, my God. Any of those could be it. I'm going to say scrambled ass. <laughs> Just because if it falls on the floor, ah, oh, farmyard tennis. Farmyard tennis. Dude, people are so fucked up. I love it. It's... <laughs> I was thinking because if it falls on the floor, it would have to get scrambled, right? So scrambled ass, ass <laughs> cracking. Oh man, that he was fun. Agreed with me. You did all right. I think you got you got the fucking thing right. I got two or three. Yeah. Did you get socketeer in a multi slacking? You got multi slacking yeah. right. So you were. Yeah, so I got in a piece of piss, but I like fucking answered the other one. Piece of piss. <laughs> got my gut. <laughs> Oh, man, that was super fun. Teresa, your fights are super fun. I cannot wait to see you go throw down with Jamie Hinshaw. The only time we saw her fight in this sport, it only lasted about a minute and a half, and she ended up getting out of there pretty uh, unscathed. So I'm excited to see her challenged. Yes, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see her challenged in the ring. And I'm excited to see you back in there as always. Um, Take a minute, say a few things, and then we'll let you get out of here. 
So thank you guys for tuning in. I just want to say the big thank you to my sponsors right now. I have the three main ones. So OnlyFans, I know everybody's like, eh, but they're, they've been really awesome. They're actually great sponsors and they've been doing a lot more on their platform than what everybody thinks of them for. Um, so mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there doing like freaking at home videos for exercises okay um and workouts <laughs> and stuff so nutrition so i think it's love it's them awesome at home because, videos <laughs> you know there's some there's some people on there doing that too but um <laughs> and then i have um pete with um whitetail properties and true hemp um uh through hemp sorry the true through hemp um but for um bkfc it's it's the whitetail properties and then um my last oh buddy's buddy's table um he's been with me since like my pearl fight so um he, he's been awesome and then pete's been with me since kansas so, so my kansas fight. He, he was there watching and then he's like i have to get on board so it's same thing just watching me fight i that that love and i always tell people because the Girls get some crazy shit in their DM. I don't get that much of it. Actually, I get a lot more love than anything else. Like, just watch your fight. That was crazy as hell. Um, but um, I also want to thank um, Sucker Punch, too, my my management team, because they've been really good to me. And I've gotten, um, you know, really good fights because of them. They, they've worked wonders for me, and they keep me active. They do what I want, and I want to be active. So Fucking They get awesome. a lot of people over yeah, there. Hell they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. That's why I chose them, and that's why I'm surprised that the other girls that were with them left. They I mean, they have um Jamal Hill, right? Yeah. Jamal Jamal Hill just mm -hmm. won the UFC yep. uh, light yep. heavyweight title. Sweet dreams. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah they, they got they, they, got, they got a stable of killers. That's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. We can't wait to see you down there. We'll we'll catch up with you down there. We'll do an interview. It's always fun having you on the show. We have a blast every time, and we have a blast watching you fight. So can't wait for Knuckle Mania three. Everybody get the app. Uh, do you have a, a referral code on like your page yes. or anything? So yeah, but it's not a, you know, how it's not the code. It's the link now. Okay. They can't use a, uh, they said eventually they're going to do that, but you have to use the link. It's in my bio. I actually have it like highlighted. So if they click on it, it's like the first thing that comes up on the bottom, like highlight it, like pops up a little screen um, that says to order the BKFC bites. So. Sweet. Awesome. my agents in the in the comments <laughs> i'm looking at your comments and there's one on there i want to know the cheese may over here with planet hank <laughs> but there there's a couple people talking about did you see what happened on hank's show i, <laughs> so I, I want to know <laughs> no idea yeah i no know because we're on here we we don't know what's going it's on just, but oh I'm my like, god okay. did you see what just happened now on he doesn't do a show at night it's usually in the morning Maybe they're talking about the other one because I know Bare Knuckle Most Wanted was going to have a bunch of the girls on. Yeah. Oh, I'm wondering oh, if it's yeah. that one, and that's not Hank. Right. But That's yeah. right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, they were that uh, BK Most uh, Bare Knuckles mm -hmm. Most Wanted is, is coming back. Uh, Matt Matt Seibel and Matt oh, Kohler. And yeah, I, so. It's both of them. So okay. I haven't, man, I haven't seen Matt Kohler forever. We run into that like girls are just complaining about not fighting, but I'm all we all have a chance to fight, and people get mad at some of us who get more opportunities. But I bring a lot of eyes. I mean, like people say, Oh, it's the way they look, or it's what they do. Um, I bring a lot of eyes to this. I'm like, I don't care. I might not be talked about as much in all these, um, you know, in all these uh forums that these other people are, these groups. But a lot of people tune in to watch my fight. A lot of people buy, buy the fights. They watch it. And when I fight, people talk about it. So, 
you know, there's a reason why you're brought back and you have to do something. And I'm not for this. Like there's some people it works for them, like to do the WWE kind of stuff. I hate that. Like, I'd rather stay in my lane. You know, I'm fighting this person. Um, if there's bad blood, there's bad blood, but I'm not going to make it when it's not there. I feel like everything shows in the fight and I've proven that. So I love it. I love so. it. Well, cool, cool, that's cool. what happened. They can just uh, now, find their there's way. A, there's a reason why you have a lot of fans and a big following and yeah. don't change anything about that. Just keep I on doing know. what you're doing and best of luck on no, uh, fuck. Uh, February 17th, and uh, we'll see we'll you be there. Later. We'll it's see coming. You there. It's coming quick. Yeah. <laughs> we will see you there. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not waiting a day past. <laughs> All right, Mike, you got anything else for her? Nah, I'm good to go. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been, I know it's been a while since we talked to you, but it was it was great getting to cut, catch up with you. It's going to so, be nice actually seeing you guys there. because I know. Said, you guys haven't been at my last few. No, no. But we can't we're be gonna at all. be there. We do. No, we do, no. We have, we I know still, you guys are busy men. We still have like full time obligations. Mm -hmm. that yeah. we, would, we would love to quit doing. One hundred. I would love. You to haven't quit. pulled. You haven't pulled what I pulled yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haven't no. done that yet. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you guys. Talk to you See later. You later. Bye bye. Later. There she goes, Sharisa Sagala, the bare knuckle sweetheart. She's awesome, man. I mean. I, I don't dislike fucking anybody that comes on this show, but she's one of the nicer ones for sure. Oh, yeah. She's a sweetheart, as they say. A sweetheart, as they say. Dude, this <laughs> this new game, what's the word that we're playing, is fun as hell. I like this one. This uh, it's good. funny, and I, I, I don't have any idea what most of the answers are at all. At yeah, all. Because I've been, I've been oh, doing like these, and I haven't been telling Mike what these answers are, so... <laughs> It's it's pretty funny. Like the socketeering is fucking hilarious to me. Like the the fact that that's on there, somebody's probably done this. You know what I mean? Stuck their innie belly button into the, I mean their Audi into the innie of somebody called socketeering, dude. Shit, hilarious to me. Yeah, I didn't um, know where that was going as I was reading it out. I was like, uh, <laughs> where are we going with this? Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for sticking around everybody that was a fun ass show with both of those girls they're gonna really put it out there for everybody in albuquerque i have a great feeling about that fight um the card's insane tune in next week we're gonna start bringing uh the, I, I think we're gonna go to the top of the card next week we're gonna start um bringing in the main eventers and the co-mains and stuff like that so uh and maybe we can get um maybe we can get greg hardy because he had the reschedule he was supposed to come on tonight so yep. maybe we'll get Greg Harding next yep. week. So yep. keep on fucking tuning in to your boys, Mike and Mish here. Thank you to Gorilla Warfare for always hooking us up with cool gear and uh, helping us grow the show, as well as Norcom Mortgage helping everybody out with their yes, uh, with their dreams of being homeowners. Mike, what do you have for these peeps before we get out of here? For the well, I, I just want to say Gorilla Warfare, Mike and Mish. Use the promo code Mike and Mish, one word, save 15% on your entire order. They have the Mike and Mish collection. They have Ben Rothwell. They got Go-Go. They've got Bostwick. They got a whole bunch of stuff Reber. on there, but then they have a Reber. They have a whole bunch of stuff other than the fighter stuff. They have kids stuff, women stuff, men stuff. Go they got that out. Young Goonies. They got the Young Goonies. The Young Goonies. Stuff. Yeah, they yeah, got the little young, kids. Uh, yeah, Young Goonies. And now um, they did you see the Legends Never Die one that they released today? With go go yes, on it, go go. 
with the go-go pouring the uh, nerd, nerd focus. focus yeah, face. that's yeah. a cool shirt. It's very yep. cool. So go get out there, there. Um, get those, and uh, we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in, and I think that's about enough for us tonight. Peace.